1: Crypto exchange Hobie wants to buy a public company. Good evening, I'm Nikolaj Day. You're listening to Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you to DOP stories from August 27, 2018. Traditional insurers are quietly starting to work with crypto custodians, and China is encouraging its citizens to report illegal token sales. We'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindesk researcher Peter Ryan on how Bitcoin transaction fees have changed over time. But first... A word from our sponsor, Saïd Business School, University of Oxford. You can now study blockchain entirely online with Oxford University's Saïd Business School. Find out more about the six-week online program that gives you a fundamental understanding of blockchain and its implications and effects on your business strategy by visiting oxfordexecblockchain.com. Exchange Hobie seeks to acquire a public firm in a $77 million deal. The exchange may soon go public via a reverse takeover of Pantronics Holdings, which is trading on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. The company disclosed that it is transferring more than 221 million of its ordinary shares to the chairman of Hobie Group, Lee Lin. Acting through several subsidiaries, Hobie will receive 73.73% of Pantronics for almost $77 million. A representative for Hobie refused to comment on the deal as it is still waiting for confirmation and approval from the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. However, Pantronics has already halted the trading of its shares on the exchange. After the news broke, the price of the Hobie token rose by 8% and has now seen an overall 6% rise over the past 24 hours, according to data from CoinMarketCap. Big traditional insurers are slowly moving towards working with cryptocurrencies. On Tuesday, Kingdom Trust, a qualified custodian of 30 cryptocurrencies and tokens, announced that it would provide insurance cover for theft and loss due to natural disaster. The insurance will come from the underwriters of Lloyds Insurance Market, which would not publicly comment on the issue. Lloyds of London is the centuries-old insurance marketplace, and is quietly joining other conservative insurers like AIG, XL Catlin, Chubb, and Mitsumitomo Insurance, who will reportedly start working with properly custodied digital assets. But there remains a bit of hesitancy in the marketplace about the asset class. Last month, Lloyds of London issued a directive to all of its syndicates, warning them to proceed with caution with regard to crypto assets, and to ensure that managing agents have the required expertise in the underlying risks. China now has a way for the public to report illegal token sales. The China National Internet Finance Association, a self-regulatory organization founded by the People's Bank of China, is now allowing people to report token sales to the government, which banned the blockchain funding model in 2017. The agency operates an online portal where individuals can file complaints or reports on suspect financial activities, including peer-to-peer lending, internet insurance, equity financing, and internet payments. Now it has added a token sales category. As a result, Chinese residents can file complaints on crypto-related activities, like operating an exchange for fiat-to-crypto and crypto-to-crypto trading directly or indirectly providing registration, trading, clearing, and settlement services for token sales, and offering insurance services for crypto-related businesses. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. CoinDesk Consensus Conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore, September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindust.com slash events. And now we've got Coindusk researcher Peter Ryan here to talk about Bitcoin transaction fees, which, as you know, underlie the Bitcoin protocol and help facilitate transactions. What can you tell us about Bitcoin fees and recent
0: trends? Well, upon yesterday, Bitcoin's average fee in U.S. dollars was 98 cents. And that's down from an all-time high, uh, going back to December 22nd, 2017, of $62.50. So we are very, very uh, low compared to that point. And we've seen Bitcoin fees trend downward with a few blips here and there in the spring, but generally coming all the way down since that uh, December high.
1: So why do we care about fees?
0: Fees are important for two reasons. One, they incentivize miners by giving them a reward. And number two, they tell miners what transaction to prioritize within a block in the actual blockchain. Um, so without fees, you would create um, you know, not a great mechanism for um, miners, especially after the block reward runs out when we get to the end in the inevitable future of Bitcoin uh, getting mined entirely. And then transaction fees will take over the primary driver that rewards miners for their work. Uh, And then number two, as I said, you really need to specify um, some prioritization of the transactions and allowing people to uh, declare what fee they want to pay. And if they want to, in fact, pay the highest amount so they get their transaction included in the latest block, Um, that's the best way we have right now to make that happen.
1: So how do Bitcoin fees compare to other cryptocurrencies?
0: Yeah, so the fees right now across cryptocurrencies are pretty low. They all tend to be, you know, currently, you know, around a dollar, if not a few cents. Um, That changes depending on demand and activity going on. Pretty much all of them back in, um, you know, December 2017 saw some uh, very big spikes uh, in terms of the relative to themselves, they all went up, but no one came close to um, that $62 range that Bitcoin hit. Um, Although some coins like Ethereum have definitely hit peaks of, you know, $5, $6 per transactions, depending on, um, you know, how much network throughput was going on at the time. And because Ethereum, as a platform for dApps, you know, has a lot more activity going on on top of it, there can be moments where a certain dApp might, you know, drive a bunch of demand that um, really freezes a lot of other normal transactions out so it can prioritize its transactions. Like CryptoKitties. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Late Confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. Master blockchain strategy online with the Six Feet Oxford Blockchain Strategy Program. The program gives you a foundational understanding of the core concepts of blockchain. You'll gain insights into how it will affect the future of your industry and organization, drawing on expert opinions and multiple blockchain use cases, allowing you to develop a strategic roadmap to incorporate blockchain into your business strategy. Find out more at oxfordexecblockchain.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out coindust.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk, and if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. For Coindesk, I'm Nikolai This is been Lake Confirmation. The Glomer. A Sonic Universe.